Welcome back to Let's Go Michigan with Jeff Sloan on WJR. Once again, with a 5,000-foot view of Michigan business and events, here's Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back to Let's Go Michigan. Kristen, Mark, listen, guys, we were witness to a great, great little old football game a few days ago here that meant a lot to the state of Michigan, certainly to the University of Michigan and its fan base. That, of course, being the big game Michigan football played against those wily Washington Huskies who were supposed to throw all over us during the game and go up and down the field without any issue. But uh, there was a little old Michigan defense that showed up, played a great game. And as a result of whether winning or losing, certainly more in the face of winning, but nonetheless, Michigan being in that game, being in the college football playoff, ending up at the national championship is not only great for the players, the coaches, the fan base, the university, for other reasons, it's also very directly a benefit to the university because of all the big money that'll pour into the University of Michigan as a result of it. Well, Paula Gardner, business editor for Bridge Michigan, published an article just about that very subject matter, Michigan football poised to make millions for the University of Michigan from the championship game. We're going to cover it. We've got Paula on. Guys, you know, you watch a football game. It's interesting. It's stimulating. You root for your team. But going on behind the scenes, lots of money pouring in as a result. Big money. Millions. Actually, the article struck me when I was reading through. I had no idea. I mean, we're talking millions and millions, lots of zeros. And it does make sense, right? I mean, you pay for your ticket, the school makes money, there's advertising deals, there's endorsements, et cetera. But I don't know why. I never computed in my head that it would be that much money coming into the football program. Right, because the typical fan is not really focused on that primarily. They're focused on rooting for their team and enjoying the experience and being part of it and the pride that goes with it and everything else. But lots of money flowing. And when you win and when you play at the level at which University of Michigan did the other night, winning the national championship, you have money flowing that, I mean, there's money and then there's money. And as you say, we're talking tens and tens of millions of dollars more pouring into the University of Michigan as a result of the game. Well, without further ado, let's get Paula Gardner on here. As I mentioned, she wrote the article in Bridge, Michigan. She's going to cover it for us. Paula, welcome to our show. Give it to us at a high level. Michigan's going to make a little bit of money on the heels of this appearance in the national championship game, aren't they? Yeah, it is huge money. And fortunately for Michigan, not only do they make money with their football program, which is pretty rare in college sports, but they stand to reap the rewards of the victory on Monday night. There's just untold dollars spent on college football. The programs operate multi-million dollar budgets. And when I think of all the people I know in the stands in Houston on Monday night, you know, each of them probably paid at least $1,000 for a seat, possibly more. And I think that also shows how people are willing to spend on college sports. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned that Michigan is a profitable football program, which is unusual, but certainly welcome for those of us who love the university. They've got about a $50 million budget every year to run this football program. I want to hop in real quick here. Yeah. It should be noted that the majority of the money that comes in is for football specific. I mean, people love college sports, but people really love to spend money on football. They love to spend money. And of course, they, unlike, say, a lacrosse game, which right. is, you know, an important sport to many, you've got X number of people watching a lacrosse game. Right. You've got 110,000 watching a University of Michigan home game and then countless others on national television. And that's where the big money comes from. And of course, it does support the athletic department at large, right? It does, yes. That's one of the reasons the university is so supported by the university. The football team drives so many athletics 
on that campus. And that is important to many people. Uh, it's important to have women's sports. It's important to have the secondary sports. And it's important to have a marching band. So there are a lot of students who are benefiting from the success of the University of Michigan football team. And so can you frame kind of bottom lining at dollars and cents, you know, what this might mean in terms of money pouring into the University of Michigan as a result of being in the college football playoff? I did not get specific dollars speculated by any of the people I talked to. However, we know that the University of Michigan Alumni Association, for example, generates a lot of money for the university. The alumni network is big. They're willing to support it. And the academics on campus are also very, very strong. But what's going to happen, at least from what I was told, is donations will actually go up, even though they're already high. There's no dollar amount, but it's presumed that people are going to feel so much pride that pride will translate into a yes when they're asked to mm -hmm. donate money or asked to donate more money. So that's definitely one of the things. The recruiting, both for the teams and just for students on the academic side, that is expected to go up. The kind of the sheen on the team translates into people wanting to be a part of campus. So the students who might be looking at, you know, five Ivies and the University of Michigan and Stanford might give Michigan an edge if they get an offer to come to Ann Arbor. I thought that was interesting in the article. I actually noted that because it does make perfect sense, right? After a big win or something exciting, I can imagine students want to be part of that. So now enrollment goes up for the next year. That's absolutely right. And Polly, you mentioned the donations from alumni. While we don't know what that's going to amount to for the University of Michigan, we do know that, for example, in 2021, the University of Georgia, when they attended the national championship game and won it, they set a record donation amount of $86 million or so, that according to The Athletic. And that's just the kind of thing that can happen. That, to your point about the University of Michigan donations likely to increase, in that case, 13% increase occurred at the University of Georgia in terms of their donations. Just some benchmarking to kind of get an idea of what the possibilities are for additional capital pouring in. It doesn't just come from the media rights or from the ticket sales. It also comes from things like donation. It also comes from things like merchandise sales, doesn't it? It does, yes. And the university, starting, I think, in the David Brandon years when he was athletic director, really got smart about promotions and how to sell the football game off the field. So, for example, they license the MDEN in Ann Arbor, longtime favorite store, family-owned still, they license the rights to sell apparel in the stadium. And then the stadium has done other things too. You know, all those vendors there, they're paying more to be there. They're presumably selling more and it's worth it to them. So there's a lot of marketing that's going on too. My son just actually sent me a photo of the first game I took him to and his sister we went as a family because it was a ticket pack day. And that, again, was in the David Brandon years. But we got to go in to the stadium, see an early September game, get a hot dog and maybe a pack of popcorn or something. But it's like that packaging to try to up interest in the slow games, to get people to buy more, to license the rights to be on the premises and sell goods. That's all been driven up over the last few years. Absolutely. You know, I think that there's an old saying that uh, if you get young fans early, you get them for life. And certainly we'll see that play out. That's part of the way the university does generate such interest in attendance at the games, but also beyond that, sales of merchandise. I know that it's going to cost me big time. Three boys <laughs> in my family, the first thing each of them said to me this morning is, 
Hey, Dad, got to get that University of Michigan cap that says national champions, you know, team 144. Yeah, that's right. So there you go. No doubt money will be pouring into the university as a result of their presence. Paula, in addition to the money flowing to the university, of course, there will be money flowing into the NIL programs direct from corporations potentially to the players through these NIL programs. What is the impact of that? Some of the promotional aspects, I think, will be moving from the team and from the university to the individual students. Companies will be signing with the players as opposed to supporting the team as a whole, possibly. I think it could change some of the balance and make the donations more important. Right. And are you suggesting that some of those donations then flow through the NIL program to the players? I'm saying the athletic department has a certain nut to hit with what they're spending. And if they're getting fewer endorsements, fewer licensing deals, for example, an apparel store could choose to just license with a player and try to reap the rewards of supporting the program through a specific player who's getting the payment as opposed to the university. So the licensing and other promotional money that's now flowing into the university, I think some are expecting it to decrease a little bit as businesses kind of target individual players because it's possible now. Refunneling some of that money that otherwise might go to the university to the players themselves. All right, Paula Gardner, business editor for Bridge Michigan. We appreciate you enlightening us about kind of what's going on behind the scenes from a business standpoint on the heels of the University of Michigan's appearance in the National Football Playoff and certainly on the heels of their big win becoming the national championship team. The University of Michigan has always been successful in bringing money into the program, that great alumni base and everything else, but who knew that it would be to this extent pretty interesting to understand how the money's flowing behind the scenes. All right, going to run to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on Let's Go Michigan. Stick with us.